Guru Nation, thank you so much for listening to episode 752 of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. In this episode, it's a very special one. It's the all the co-founders of Save Our Sites Conference, the SOS Conference. We all met up recently in Southern California, planned and finalized the agenda for February 2nd, 2024 in Tucson, Arizona. If you want your tickets, saveoursites.com. We talk about why we created the SOS conference and what our vision is going forward and why you should be there. So check it out really quick before we get started. Shout out to the sponsors. First one is Viva Site Vault. Viva Site Vault is an amazing free e-regulatory tool available for free for all sites. Check them out in the show notes. Delegation of authorities log, e-signatures. Your entire reg binder can be digitized for free. They're the industry leader, Viva Site Vault. Next sponsor is Inato, business development for free for sites. Go in there and get you a study. If you have some experience in therapeutic areas, they have a diverse number of trials in there. Absolutely free. Check it out in the show notes, Inato. Next sponsor is Creo. Creo is the e-source, e-reg, CTMS, patient recruitment platform, e-consent provider I use for my site, Yuma Clinical Trials. It is the only sponsor that is not free, but check them out in the show notes as well if you're looking for a solution. They're amazing. Creo underneath the show notes. Next sponsor is Versatrial. Versatrial is free. It has all your bookmarks for all your study portals, for all your studies. It helps you with feasibility surveys. I cannot imagine life without Versatrial. Absolutely free. I just started using them earlier in 2023. Amazing platform founded by an amazing group of entrepreneurs for free. Finally, last but not least, 1N Health. Unfortunately, they don't work directly with sites, but if you are lucky enough to be on a study like I was, where a sponsor or a CRO paid for them as a central recruitment vendor, please make sure you follow up on your leads. They are actually great patient recruitment leads that they send. I've never had this kind of experience before. One End Health, if you are a sponsor or CRO looking for a central recruitment provider, look no further. And with all that being said, enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first annual Save Our Sites conference. This is a conference that we were inspired to do, actually, in this a room very similar to this in Irvine, California, 2019. I believe it was October also. We're recording this in November, but around this time of the year, right before COVID, we had a meetup. It was free. We had like, what, 80 people show up? No, it was like 100 and something. It's debatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't know. And uh, yeah. And we thought, okay, wow, this can actually be done because people came. I was expecting only SoCal people. People came from like North Dakota. They came from faraway places. Like they flew just for that one day thing. So that sparked the initial seed. There's a demand for this. And then COVID, our channels, my channel, Brad's, and Dr. Fox, Latinos in Clinical Research, all that stuff kind of came from that. And we all grew our platforms, myself included, 
together. Now we realize that we're actually able to pull this off because it's not just me. It's myself, Brad, Dr. Fox, Latinos in Clinical Research. So Brad, myself, Dr. Fox had a conversation. We had a podcast or a live stream, and we kept talking about how we don't like conferences. And I believe one of them asked me if I'm going. And I said, no, I don't go to any conference anymore unless I get paid to go, which a lot of them pay people to go, the people you see on stage, not at ours, but at most of these places they're either being paid to go or they have some other kind of incentive to go. I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to sit middle seat and coach just to watch somebody else pitch something. I can do that at home by myself. And even at home, I won't do it. So we decided, well, instead of complaining so much, why don't we just do that meetup, but make it every year and eventually make it multiple days. So this first one, we're going to do a one day, one day basically meetup, but it's Save Our Sites Conference. And Dr. Fox, everyone asks, why do we call it Save Our Sites? So why do our sites have to be saved? I've been a director at a site. I have many, many sites in my network. And there are things that are set against them. There are sites that sometimes may not know how to do certain things. There are so many different ways to fail as a clinical research site that you absolutely have to bring the sites together so that we can learn from each other, so that we can raise each other up, so that we can have successful clinical research at the site level and help as many patients as possible. And everyone else here. So we decided, okay, Brad, Dr. Fox, and let's do Latinos in clinical research because it's important that we have representation from the underserved and underrepresented in our communities. And this is why Everyone on this couch is here, too, as part of Latinos in Clinical Research. Thank you for wearing the shirt, Chris. And Judy. <laughs> oh, and Judy. My bad, my bad. Shout out to Cassandra's LACR logo. <laughs> so what do you guys think? Like, why should sites, why should we even do this conference? And I can go on on a rant about this, but I want to get your guys' thoughts. I, I think the first thing is a conference that everybody will want to go, like yourself. It's a conference where you actually find work going. It's not that the other ones are not. It's just that one um, conference that have enough content and motivation and uh, the expert uh, voice and the people voice to be here. So um, it's, it's an opportunity for everybody to, to speak up and come together to find solutions. And in addition to that, have fun, right? And network and meet as much as people as you can in the industry that could be helpful. Um, and, and, and on top of that, a price that you can afford, right? Oh, not, yeah. it's, not, it's not a price that is just like, That's you have to thing. save I'm the whole year. You have to save the whole year to go. And then probably it's a bummer when you go because you don't find exactly what you were expecting. So, yeah. So we're not doing this to make money. I'm glad he brought that up. Our The meetup that inspired this 2019 was free. Uh, we would have had even more people come. People have told me, there was like dozens of people said, I didn't go because I thought it was going to be a sales pitch because anytime something's free, it comes with strings attached, especially in our industry. 
So that's why we wanted to make a nominal fee. And not only that, it helps pay for the future conferences. And that's where we could start monetizing with the sponsors. And we're really grateful to have the sponsors that we do all handpicked by us. And it's not just wave around money and you could be a sponsor. We've shut down all of us here, Dr. Fox sponsors, potential sponsors. I think something else to mention is um, me personally, uh, I like the conferences that I've gone to. They're great. But there is something to say about, you know, commercialism and, and you know, how it's structured and all of that. And that's perfectly fine. But why reinvent the wheel, right? If, if there's something that you're noticing just personally that, oh, you know, this would have been better. Or, you know, I actually would have liked it this way or delivered that way. Um, if these things aren't being delivered, right, um, it's a great thing to actually come together and deliver that so that there is variety in the industry so that, you know, for those that want commercialism, that like the, you know, the, the older structure and all of those types of things, then yes, those conferences are for you. But for SOS, it's for individuals that want to get straight to the point. They want to be there. They don't want sales pitch. They want to know that who is on the actual panels or who's speaking isn't being monetized, right? There's not some sort of you know, end point here or there. I mean, we're not even going to be, you know, allowing individuals to speak openly about the companies that they're from. We're not going to do introductions. It's just, come here, let's talk. Let's, this is the issue. Let's create, let's figure out a solution together. If you want to learn about the person, do your own research in the background or go and network, right? And so this is why I really like what we're doing with SOS. One of the many reasons why I'm personally excited to go to this conference. And I'll open up to judy and chris right now but brad by the way who's a stakeholder you'll see him we'll throw him in here and there uh he's dealing with the fda audit unfortunately but he'll join us remotely afterwards as well side owner dr fox side owner latinos and clinical research is not just a virtue signaling brand these are side owners side owner side owner soon to be side owner side owner right so that's this is a conference for sites built by sites, not by investors, not by venture capital, not by CROs or IRBs. This is like site owners building something for other site owners. Judy? Yeah. So I just wanted to add, I'm excited to be part of this, being in the industry over 18 years in clinical research, um, starting with a site 16 years ago. I didn't have all these resources. I didn't have all of you guys. I didn't have people I could reach out to. Very few people that did help us. Um, but there was a lot of things I kind of had to learn on my own. Now I can give that back to the community. There's a lot of small site owners, people who want to get into the industry or want to do something, who have reached out personally. And I, I help them as much as I can. But this is a conference where you get to see us in person. And you get to talk to us. You can ask us questions. If there's something we could help you with, guide you, that's what we're there for. And I think that's extremely important to me. And hopefully, as people continue their journey in clinical research, they don't have to go through those struggles. I want to mm -hmm. say that some of us went through. You know, there's um, growing pains with having a site. There's good times. There's bad times. And I hope others can avoid that with some guidance from our experiences. And 18 years as a side owner, I just want to say, Judy, you went to one of the conferences. I don't even know which one. It's not important, but Judy does go to conferences. Matter of fact, well, except Chris, all these gals go to conferences regularly. They make attempts to make things better in the industry. Judy's like speaking on panels and stuff. Three people separately all texted me from one of the conferences you're at. They're like, look at Judy. Uh, wow, like amazing that I got a chance to meet her. So you've become like 
a thought leader in the space after 18 years. Yeah, and I think that's it's you know, I go to these conferences to learn too. I do learn from other people aside from, you know, who's here at the uh, with us. Um and that's why I go cuz I am always learning. I'm always catching on to different things. Maybe all the sessions are not things that I want to go to, but there are specific ones. There are people that are there that I want to talk to, I want to connect with. Um, so I think every conference has its thing. It it's not for everyone. You make that choice. Um, but I, like I mentioned, I'm always willing to participate. I will be on panels because there's a lot of things I know and I can speak of, especially working in a large Latino community. And if it helps move that the industry even more with um you know being able to recruit minority patients or whatever it is that we're doing i will continue to be on these panels and mm -hmm. i do it because i love to and i love to help others i have a question julie mm -hmm. <laughs> during this 18 years how long ago you start going to the conference that you start being able to afford them yeah you know actually that started my first conference was probably two years ago I think it was the one in Hollywood, Florida, and that was the first time. Prior to that, I had it. I didn't have time. I think I was just so busy with the site and other things that I just never considered it. And finally, I was like, okay, I need to start doing more in the industry, and that's why I started going a few years ago. And it's, I'm glad you brought that up because just because I'm anti going to conference doesn't mean these people on stage are, or Dr. Fox or Brad. That's just me. And there's, what, seven of us that represent SOS. And here's a perfect example. Judy goes. She's been trying to go to conferences, and she does go, and she does try to make change, whether it's on someone else's platform or now our own. And that will continue to happen. I, th I think speaking to that, though, um, it's really important to, I think, make mention is that when you go to conferences, there's conference goers that are there for the networking, that are there to actually go and speak or to actually uh, be a part of the audience and be collaborative with the, with the speakers, right? So it's a big variety of people. Um, I want to what I do want to say with SOS is that we are making it a point to we want to make it intimate. We want people that are going to be there that are going to speak because it's not we're not just trying to have a conference to have a conference. Uh, and we're not just trying to bring the people we know in the industry that are making change that can continue to make change to speak. What we want is for those who are attending to openly speak so that we can continue to work to take your feedback and provide it to the individuals that we know that potentially could make change in the industry outside of just the platforms that we have. And so if you're going to be going um, or con considering going, please be mindful of that. Please make sure that you have the expectation to you know, come up and speak, whether it's going to be during a session or speaking to us on the side, because we want to hear your opinion. We want to hear your feedback, whether it's good or bad, because whether, regardless of which one it is, it's going to help us grow. It's going to help us get better and provide more to you, to the community, and ultimately to the patients. And so um, if you're going to go, please just communicate with us and let us know what it is that you need so that we can do our best to provide that to you. And Chris, Chris is like the least conference goer I've ever met. Matter of fact, you do go to investigator meetings. Let me let me paint the picture real quick of um, like this story will explain why we started SOS as well. And then I'll hand it off to Chris because we really have no agenda. It's really hard for people to understand why we're doing this. We did not need another business to manage. We all volunteer our time to meet up on Zoom like once a week, sometimes for hours. 
it's important. I was just, just two weeks ago at an investigator meeting for a big sponsor. They had a panel, just like we're sitting here, but it was carefully scripted. We had no script going into this video, nor do we on any video. It was about patient retention, right? Do you know, this was a s investigator meeting, not a tech conference. Zero coordinators or PIs on that panel. And they had like six seats, right? It was a patient advocate professional that got paid. It was some key opinion leader from a university. It was somebody from the CRO and the pharma and someone else from some tech vendor. No coordinator talking about recruitment and retention. But yeah, it's an investigator meeting. It's an investigator <laughs> meeting. So this is this is an, an example of all the conferences in our industry. That little moment showed me a lot. Chris, what do you feel about all this stuff? So I'm not generally very talkative, but you've actually hit on a couple of points that I'm going to talk on for Good. a moment. So Dan's right. I've been to three investigator, or excuse me, three uh, conferences. Um, I don't really see the benefit, right? Um, it's great that people find benefit at these conferences. I just think they're kind of a waste of time. What do you take away from them? Um, I've heard people sometimes will get studies at conferences every once in a while. Um, really, all I've ever gotten out of conferences was either paid a, a whole lot of money, right, when we were at uh, DIA with uh, Dr. Hazen, who we speak on regularly. Um, yeah, we had to pay for a booth, very expensive. Um, and if you're not there for, with a booth, the tickets are quite expensive. And then the conference that we put on. Um, so really all I see is swag that you walk away with from these conferences. This is about all you get. You get no genuine ideas on how to solve problems. You and get a good time because of alcohol, which you can do yeah, for free, by absolutely. the way, anywhere. Abs absolutely. Right? You don't have to pay 100 or or $1,000 for the ticket Save or whatever the piece might be. Save that money for the top-shelf drinks. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then at our own conference, we didn't have any swag per se, but Dora, Dan's wife, who doesn't want to be on camera, who's sitting over there waving. She arranged some great tacos, right? Everybody yep. had their fill on tacos, and that was the swag for our conference. But, yeah, I mean, we try to give actual help and advice to problems, and that's what we intend to do with uh, SOS, is offer legitimate advice and solutions. So I don't think you get that at most conferences. I really no. don't. No, so I don't go. I don't go. I don't. I don't see the benefit. I will have you. I will say that during the process of planning this, Chris had a lot of opinion and input. So I know that oh. they're gonna make sure that the the agenda is like thirty five percent Chris. Yes. Okay, that's an exaggeration. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But the point being is that somebody that doesn't find reason to go to a conference had very good input. And that says a lot about what we're going to be delivering, right? So we have people that love to go that are extremely optimistic, some that are not eh, and some that don't want to go at all. So we have all the different varieties here that uh, had input that gave their opinion on what it is that they personally would like to see. And we're doing our best to combine that together to deliver it for who the audience, the sites, the cl clinical research professionals, everybody that has a different viewpoint everybody that wants something different so you know yeah i just want to speak on one other thing real quick yeah. that i forgot to investigator meetings for anybody who's new to research you really only need to go to two in my opinion 
after you've been to two, you're just going to hear 80% of the same stuff, right? You maybe, maybe even 90%. The first hour is the science stuff, though. That'll be different. Yeah, for exactly. Show. That's yeah. where it's different yeah. at each. But after that, it, they're mm-hmm. identical. Right? Basically. Uh, so, yeah, all, I, all else I wanted to speak on. Well, there's, there's, a lot. there's one thing that I'd love to say, and it's that if you look around, there's a lot there's a lot of people who are supporting this team beyond who's on the couch and who's on Zoom. Uh, there are people who send invoices. There are people who help to schedule. There are people who are standing behind SOS all the time. A couple notes that you might want to know is we've got over 300 registered tickets. And of those, there's only 200 transactions, which means that many, many people have bought more than one ticket on their transaction. So it's really important to say that this is not just uh, for the seven of us. This is literally an industry initiative that has been growing above and beyond what I what I ever thought could be possible in a year. Something to also mention is that, you know, talking about how you mentioned the IM meeting and it's not upsetting or ridiculous to see that it, you know, it also it also depends on, you know, the viewpoint that you have. Right. So you can say, oh, you know, this is going to be a place where people just come together to talk about why the industry is bad. No, we're coming here to voice the things that need to be adjusted, that need to be changed so that we can come up with those solutions. This is not just for sites. CROs and sponsors should be here. Why? Because for perfect example, that I am meeting, if they were present, if they hear the voices, if they hear what it is that should be there, whether it's an IM meeting or not, something else, whatever it might be, you're going to be able to better cater to your audience, to your sites, right? You're going to be better, be able to better provide to them, maybe even know how to approach, right? Find some middle ground. These things are actually things you need. So yeah, if you're coming from the old end where, or the the more structured end where it's been here for a while and it's like, well, why, why do we need to change it, right? Everything works fine the way it works. Yes, it works fine for the way it works for the people that are already getting what they need. Not everybody is getting what they need, right? So we are here to fix that so that everybody can get a piece, right? Can get a slice of what it is that needing to do to be successful within the site, be successful within research for the patients, all of those things. That is what is the issue. That's what we're targeting here. And so if you want to be a part of that, if you genuinely want to help bring the change, even if it's just to come and watch so you can see what it is that you actually need to hear, we invite you, please come, because everybody can learn something from this conference, right? Because we're going to allow people to speak openly and interact. And the, even that the majority of uh, uh, people are sites representatives and things like that, we also have vendors, sponsors, CROs. So the voice of everybody is going to be here in this conference. So the, basically, SOS is the middle ground. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, that's what we want to also make it happen. That way is is um, is a way for us to help the industry advance. Everything has been on purpose, right? So it's nothing is just because every every single part of every single piece of this, every single part of the agenda, every single moment that's going to happen here has been intentional. And I wanted to add, these are conversations we're going to have. The panels we have, 
the, the attendees voted on these panels. This is what they want to hear. And so we want the industry to come together and be able to have these conversations in, in person. And not everything is working, because then if it was working, we would be recruiting for all our studies, but we're not. Guess what? All the studies I'm on, they're behind on recruitment. So something's not working there. Same thing, contract budget. Sites are not getting paid on time, so something's not working there. It might be working for those select few, but what about the rest of the people? And this is a constant issue. Like These are just some of the topics. And why can't we fix it? Why can't we do better? And this, this is what SOS is hoping to achieve and have these conversations with all these various people in the industry because we can't continue like this. We keep talking about it, so let's make a change. I've, n I've never seen an industry where the most important stakeholder, arguably, is the patient, right? And the only one that takes care of the patients are the sites. And then they are routinely pushed to the back of all conversations or as exemplified by the investigator meeting I was at and I only went to one this year there's probably one going on right now I'm gonna guess it's the same thing like who cares what the sites think you could put your answers in the poll and that's it well there's so many other interests in this industry with their hands out and a bunch of people Right, getting rich off of the problems in the industry. And the sites have to deal with it all, whether they like it or not. So it's something that we wanted to contribute to the industry, I think, at the end of the day. Um, yeah, and then to mention, Dan had said, you know, outside of what we're doing, we're meeting once a week, at least so many hours sometimes in podcasts, not just for SOS, but the things that we collaborate on. And so know that as we are building SOS, there's also major announcements we're gonna be giving at that conference for other initiatives that we're doing that affect the industry the exact same way. So the passion is not just the conference and bringing this to you, it's being able to also utilize it as a platform to show the movement that's happening behind the scenes for little or big steps that are already being made to really try to push the industry in a, in a place where if it's not gonna change right away, at least the thought is gonna start and that's all it starts with, right? It's, it's the conversation, bringing it to the forefront and SOS ideally is gonna be that platform we're gonna use that for, then yeah. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, and we're not dictating the answers. We don't claim to have the answers. Uh, we can figure out what works and maybe we could give somebody an idea about a particular topic. We have, what is it, seven seven topics that we're going to address? Six topics. Six topics. Six. That, by the way, we're all choose by the um, by our members. All and of them, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, by us. Yeah. We learned, I learned something yesterday just brainstorming through the planning. Mm -hmm. I learned something. And the speakers, uh, we came together and we didn't just choose the speakers of people we knew. It was the idea was who are the thought leaders in those areas that are actively, though, actively speaking on behalf of the site, on behalf of the patient, on something worth moving for. And those individuals, we listed them out. In one day, we started texting and emailing, and instantly everybody started responding yes. And that's without any incentive, no travel no pay no nothing traveling from all over the u.s to come and be here to speak to you because they believe in the mission and that to us was extremely heartwarming to see i mean i think i i think that that was when i just 
uh, I think I told you, Monica, I was just like, okay, it's really happening now. Like, okay, you know, it's pretty interesting. What's important, Ashley, on that one is very few of those speakers have anything to do with sponsorships. And that was also very intentional. This is not a pay to play kind of a panel. This is the best people that we could find who wanted to talk to our sites to help them. Yeah, the appetite for this was clear and we don't need a middleman to help us. We don't need to cater to any special interests. It's just us and you guys. That's it. There is no middleman for the first time in the history of a conference in this industry that's going to dictate what we discuss and what's off topic. Nobody. In fact, none of our speakers are belongs to any of the, I mean, are part of any of the sponsors. Yeah. Good point. That's true. Good point. And one of, we actually had a request, uh, I forget who it was, but they're like, well, you know, you're not going to pay, that's fine, but I, this is going to be the first time where all of the speakers are going to be in the same room together at the same time. I, I want a photo of everybody. Yeah, which was pretty cool because it's true, you know, you have all these you know, main names, people that you do see speaking here or there, but you know, not everybody's ever together, together 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 at the same time. So that was pretty cool to hear. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to add, cause I, uh, what Dan had mentioned is all of these efforts are going to trickle down to, um, our sites, right? We're there for the patients. We're trying to recruit for these studies. We're trying to bring more opportunities to these communities. Cause in the end, these are the medications we hope will get FDA approved one day. We hope will be on the market for people to have for the various conditions. So if we're not doing what we need to do to find those ideal patients, we're not going to have these medications on the market in the future. But behind the scenes, there's a lot of work that goes into that, right? And so this is one of many efforts that, as you guys had mentioned, it's about the patients. It's about the ones in our community. And also giving opportunities to the community to get to know more about research and have a career in research. So those communities also have representation. I want to correct something I said earlier. <laughs> Way <laughs> off on a tangent. Clear the air, Chris. By the way, Chris avoids all battles for on LinkedIn. He has no clue what's going on. <laughs> nope. have to update him on. I know, there's so much drama. So we actually, I just recalled, did give away swag. Worst swag ever at a conference. We I gave away remember. pins and post-it notes. Mm -hmm. The post-it notes were unusable because the image <laughs> took up the whole section that you would write on. Oh, yeah, we didn't plan Worst that Worst swag ever. Because, because they, they That's why I, it escaped my mind because it was horrible. Oh, yeah. The post-it note had the logo in the middle. Yeah, well, these are unusable. Oh, so, okay. yeah. With the logo. Yeah, it was just the execution, oh. right? Like, this is why we set up the team we have it now. It was everybody's idea. It was like, okay, we got to come up with some swag, yeah, yeah. I believe, if I recall correctly. And But this is why ideas vendor. don't matter. Who did we use? I don't recall, but I don't want to throw them under the bus. Yeah, but. I don't even remember. But I think yeah, it was somebody local. In, it was somebody things. local in Southern California. <laughs> yeah, it was just awful, unusable. But that's a perfect example of idea versus execution because, yeah, we can, okay, start a conference. People don't realize until you start doing it how much work that actually is. And that's relatively simple business. We're not launching like a new startup with an app for like ECOA. This is just a conference. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And now a special word from Brad. So we got Brad who couldn't be here because he's in the middle of an FDA audit. And as irony would have it, He's on the panel for PI Oversight with a little sprinkle of FDA. So perfect timing, Brad. Yeah. 
it works out, right? I wish you were here in Irvine, but, you know, we were all talking about why we're doing this, and we wanted to get your take on it. Yeah, I mean, it's something I've been interested in doing for a long time. I think we've all been to conferences that are <laughs> oftentimes feel like uh, thinly veiled sort of marketing. Uh, we don't always get to really uh, dig deep into the real problems so that we can find solutions. So uh, it's been something I wanted to do for a long time is really just have a very transparent and open uh, conference with the real stakeholders of sites uh, who you know, have an opportunity to really share what life is like on a day-to-day basis versus sort of polished uh, lectures. Uh, so, you know, again, it's it's something I think the industry really needs if we want to truly solve problems, not just sell each other stuff. Uh, so I, you know, I, I'm looking forward to it uh, because just because of that alone. If you were not one of our stakeholders, co-founders, and you were just a regular site out there, what would you want to get out of coming to SOS? So I think we've learned, you know, sites are so different. Uh, and we oftentimes feel, at least I do, feel very isolated from other sites and sort of uh, it's tough to figure out how to do things, what's good, uh, what what constitutes good technology and good practice just because we've sort of been on our own islands in a lot of ways. So uh, I hope to take back stuff that I can help run my business better. I can help, I can be a better site so I can better serve, you know, the community that I'm working in. I mean, hopefully that's something everybody comes in wanting to take away from this and then finally to bring it back to reality as one of the co-founders what do you hope to give to those that will come that's it right there man i think we need more people uh in their communities uh running sites and i think if we can help give back in a way to help people enable them to do that more successfully uh you know all of us you know founders again we all run sites we're all in the communities that we live, uh, and I think that's it's important, man. I think it's uh, I think it's the future too uh, when it comes to clinical trial sites and successful clinical trials. Uh, so, whatever we can help to do to enable that, make it easier uh, for people to be successful, that's what I hope we can we can give. Saveoursites.com. Give them a call to action, as only you can do. Tell them to go buy those tickets at Saveoursites.com. That's it, guys. Go check out SaveOurSites.com. Uh, you know, we may cap tickets at some point, you know? Never know. It may become an exclusive event, you know? Uh, so uh, before it's too late, SaveOurSites.com. We hope to see you in February. All right. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Brad. That was amazing. Everybody, SaveOurSites.com. Like, subscribe, comment, share. Hope to see you there. Let's do it. The first one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.